If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right, Alice. 3.40 and 5. You have been hauled out in front of the, in front of the uh, North Essex County Witch Tribunal. <laughs> so Defend yourself. Just Alice. to let you all know, one hour and a half ago, mm-hmm. one hour and a half ago, I was working out, and you asked what time we were starting the show, and I said, the earliest I can do is 3.30. And you said, how about 2.30? How about 3? I could be ready at those times, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I'm working out, and then I'm in a shower, and the earliest I can be ready is 3.30 now. So I finished my workout. I went and set up the episode for 3.30. And then I walked into the bathroom, and you were like, I'm going to be taking my shower now. And then you proceeded to take your shower, which I had to wait for. And then you, you continued to... You wait. You to come right in. I know. Well... I was, I'm trying to get ready for a show, not mess around in the shower, right? So I had to wait for you to complete Messing your shower, and then I and a, then a I got to take my shower. Experience. So then I was allowed to take my shower and actually get ready for the show. So there was a bit of a delay in yeah. the time estimate that I provided you that I would be available to be ready. So my suggestion would be in the future, if you're planning to interrupt the timeline that I give you the by timeline. stopping me from taking a shower in the, at the time when I'm ready to take a shower. Nobody stopped me. Yes, you did. No. You did. So. No, I just took a shower. My daughter was taking a bath. Coincidentally, at the exact Sally time. Took a bath when and I waited. It was 3.10 p.m. And you were like, I'm taking a shower now. That is such a lie. (laughs) What an incredible lie. Wow. Okay. So, um, so, so that's your way of apologizing. That's way, (laughs) that's Alice's way of saying I'm sorry. Big week ahead of us. Absolute sabotage by We got to throw away everything in this house if we're going to have people over. Okay. You act like I don't know what cleaning is. I'm the only person in the house who cleans. So. 
It's just hard to keep up with all of you because started, there's five of you here and of a, one of me. Out of a rather fantasy land uh, <laughs> okay. bullet point selection by you. You guys all make messes and I attempt to clean oh. them up, but I can't keep up with all of you because you're oh. too crazy. I can't do it. So, uh, you right. know. Right. That's <laughs> what's going on. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go down to the closet downstairs and I'm going to get rid of every piece of clothing that I have in that closet. And then put some other clothes that are out in public into that closet. Okay. And I'm very pleased. There actually is a a, a um, jacket I bought from Gap Clearance in 2004 mm-hmm. down there that I've, has never fit me. It won't fit me now either. But that, that'll be the goal to see if at some point that can fit me. <sighs> do you think I look thin still? Yeah, I think, I, you do look, I think you do look thin, but... Yeah, that's all. I'm a three-pound-a-week loser, okay, guys? I'm not a seven-pound-a-week loser. I'm just talking to my friends at Awaken 180. Back off. I only have two weeks You left. lost four this week, although it was 10 days, I guess, so. Yes, I know, but still, I mean, we're... we're, we're You're down 60 pounds. We're at 385, essentially. That's mm-hmm. 60 pounds. That'll be another five pounds this time we get weighed in, so that'll be 380. And once we're down south of 380, then we're... Then we're looking You're at rocking the and aughts, rolling. Uh, what time? Two eighty, you mean? Two eighty, sorry. Yeah, um, and I realize that's still big, but whatever. Come on now. Like, what do they want from me? They I want you like, to. They wanted I mean, you to lose a hundred pounds. Well, right. I will have lost seventy. Isn't that like losing a hundred? Except not quite. <laughs> I am not somebody who can. I was just listening to this. I was listening. To, actually, it was Bill Maher today. Okay. His podcast, the one like the Bill Maher Cavern podcast, whatever it is, not the real time one. His podcast is so good. It is so good. But, I mean, I live imperfectly. I And that's the only way I can do it. I cannot be on an extreme program, you know? So that's why it still works for me. It's just not as fast as some other people. I'm a sinner, you know? I indulge in things. I in, include, You don't weigh your meat. I don't weigh my meat, and they want me to eat less meat. It's like, uh, but I haven't. I've been eating more meat than I should be eating. But, but I'm still losing weight, you know? But I, I cannot, I mean, it's, it would not be wise for me or anybody, I don't think, to be like extreme. If I start being- You're not that extreme. Well, no, uh, I know. But I mean, compared, Alice, compared to how Tom Shattuck one year ago ate- Yes, that's true. I mean, it is- There's a world of difference there. Dramatically different. <laughs> I, there has not been a molecule of pasta that has, I have not rock and rolled Tom Shattuck style. I have not had a piece of dessert or candy, you know, in four months or whatever it's been. Look at that. I haven't had any pasta. I've had, I have not, you know, I've just veered in as far as number of cocktails and I veered in as far as number of, um, meats. Uh, the, the amount of meat. Yeah. And a couple of mm-hmm. times I broke the rules and, and broke down here, but, but that's it. I'm sorry. This is as, this is as uh, fast as you can do it. Well, yeah, this is as I need to have, I need a work life balance, else I call it. Mm-hmm. By the way, I now got under my, uh, already George Soros eyes. This one now <laughs> is way puffed out. So whatever visits me every night and sucks my blood has <laughs> now moved on. So it's got my eye, got my lip, and it got my now under my Soros uh, bag you got here today. Okay. This is my new reality. That something, but at the same time, I saw somebody sent us a, a note saying they're grossed out by the fact that I've that I'm using a a, a used CPAP. <laughs> Everyone's and, grossed out by that. Let me tell Most you something. Most people are freaking horrified by that. Although yes. you did get a new mask. Yeah. Let well, let me tell you show. something. Uh-huh. I'm grossed out by it. It's <laughs> horrific. But in the same way as it was like horrific the first few times that I was like made to perform prison sex, 
the what? human as it I mean this is just hypothetical. The human as a, the human mind adapts. <laughs> so yes, now I'm just yes, I have a ponytail and I wear uh yeah, um you know what are they called? Uh, pasties now in like the the white supremacists own me in cell block D <laughs> and I'm their little sex dog, but I'm alive and and it's how I survive day to day. And you I'm... definitely need to check the box that this episode is explicit. It's not explicit, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Um. So yeah, you adapt. You you could you know when me and my brother right after high school. Um, like I, I told you, told you guys, I moved to his barracks first when he was at Fort Campbell, um, Kentucky, which was frowned upon. Frowned upon, exactly. His sergeant um, t- told him, he, "We've noticed that uh, your civilian brother lives in the base on in the barracks, <laughs> and he can't have that." So he let my brother and me move. Well, he I was free to go. I, I had to go. <laughs> I let my brother move. We moved to a trailer in um, Oak Grove, Kentucky, and the trailer was full of huge bugs huge bugs and there was like this huge thing that would click when it walked it was so big huge big praying mantis they didn't have those in winchester massachusetts oh no it was ridiculous and i remember looking under my bed and seeing all sorts of things scatter and then i just stopped looking under my bed and this huge praying mantis thing first i was trying to kill it then after a while it would walk out under the the, to the shower mm-hmm. drain look at me i'd be like hey, hey bill and he'd be like hey good morning tom and then he go he click back in and I could hear his like the, the, the him in the in the tubes like that's so great you were at one with nature and then we, me and Jimmy tried to well, there was the these huge roaches in this place this place also this trailer my brother just saw it again the other the, a couple years ago this trailer not only was like filthy but also had like old rugs that reeked and also uh, it had uh, ro- huge roaches and of course mice it had everything this was mostly owned by nature. And I remember my brother and I trying to kill this roach with a brick, and it was it could care less. It was just like smoking. <sighs> Keep trying. Nothing's going to happen. And we were like, forget it. You can't just go, I guess, or stay and watch TV. Because thankfully, the only great thing that would happen is somebody left a TV, and somehow it was still hooked up to the movie channel. You know the movie channel? Do you remember the movie channel? It was a no. subpar. Sta- it wasn't HBO. No. Okay. No, but what it would show, like it would have like a Burt Reynolds movie from 1986 and it would show it 100,000 times. So we were like, it's something. And so that was it. <laughs> but man. Oh, yeah. In the, in, the, in the trailer also had a gas leak. So all we constantly <laughs> smelled gas in, in the trailer. We, that was, that was, imagine that. And was it in your water too? Like did your water taste like fracking? I would never have drank that water. I didn't <laughs> okay. drink water back then. I just okay. was dehydrated constantly. Oh, no. Oh, God, I don't think I would have drank that water. But all I know is that once a week, or maybe every time my brother get paid, they one good thing about the place was they had a drive through Packy, mm-hmm. and i just take my brother's ID, and I looked nothing like him. I was fatter, had uh, blonde hair. <laughs> he was thin uh, with an army haircut, but I would take his ID and just go to the drive through place, and they'd give us uh, stuff. Um, our b- bottle of Jack Daniels that we would polish off. Mm-hmm. Uh, good times. Good times. I told you about the woman who wanted to have sex with me, right? Yes. Yeah, I've said it on this podcast. I don't think you've told that story on this podcast. I've encouraged you to, but you haven't. Have I not? (laughs) I don't think so. So, I mean, this this area was no place for a nice boy from Winchester to be. No no place for a nice boy from Winchester to be. So, um, but you know, I'd hang out with my brother's friends. So a lot of the guys, the soldiers, would hang out in our in our um in our trailer to smoke pot. A lot of them had tested hot for 
they were always taking Golden Seal and trying to find ways, ways to beat the piss test while being, these are the troops, uh-huh. while being uh, in the army. Some of them got on probation, some of them this and that, but generally our, our trailer became a pot den. Um, and then they all said one of the, one of the soldiers, his, this is the army, by the way, his, he was having a party and I'm invited too. Okay. Thought, That's great. So, so we go, we go to this party and it's a, my, my brother, it's a big guy who's in my brother's squad at that mm-hmm. time. And, and, uh, his wife was there and they had a little baby and, and I just like did I hung around with everybody. Everybody shot the breeze. You know, it was it was guys, young guys in their you know early twenties. They were giving each other grief, or whatever. And uh, I remember saying please and thank you to the wife when I when she gave me a Coca Cola or whatever it was. And, whatever. and then and then they, they everybody he, everybody in his company I think all went out to the field. So they went out to live in tents and pretend war to pretend war stuff. This is Fort Campbell, so it's huge. Mm-hmm. So I'm left alone in the trailer for. Uh, a while and like days for days yeah and and um i'm working in the pizza place where i worked where i worked i delivered pizzas and subs all Mm -hmm. around that part of fort campbell and all around kentucky and farms and things like that and i'm standing in there and in comes the wife of that soldier the woman at the party Mm mm-hmm and she said something like, I'd never heard these words before. Something like, hi, Tom, how are you doing? I just want to say it was really nice meeting you. And I had heard that she thought I was very polite. It was really mm-hmm. nice meeting you. And uh, she said something to the lines of, and I saw when she said it was really nice meeting you. And she was kind of dressed up. She was not a tiny person. She was bigger than I was at my biggest. <laughs> and I could tell that as she's talking to me, it's almost as if it was a, a tsunami was coming. I could tell the tides <laughs> receded. I thought something's up. Something's happening here. Something's <laughs> happening here that is not going to be good. Not going to be good. And she said, yeah, Tom, I, I want to know if you'll make love to me. She said those words. The only time I had ever heard those words in my life, ever heard those words. And it was from her, of course. <laughs> and, and, and I said, oh my, I, somehow I knew I could tell that the, that the, crosshairs were on me the moment she inhaled before saying the big thing so i said oh i'm so flattered that I, I, I would but i i can't unfortunately i can't it's just a uh it just wouldn't wouldn't be great i'm sorry about that uh and uh and and it's it's just that um yeah i, I can't do it and she, and she said oh okay okay and why not i said oh well because you know you know you're, you're married and stuff and that wouldn't be right and this wouldn't be right it's always good to have that in your right. pocket well, that I, and then I'm, 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 you know, convulsing on the way home, driving home. Like, oh my god! Then, like later that night or another night, a couple nights later, she calls me somehow on our landline trailer phone. Calls mm-hmm. me, hi, it's Clara, or whatever her name was. Uh, are you able to help me? Are you able to help me? Me and my daughter, we've got some puppies and we're at a truck stop and we're having trouble. We're, we're, I can hardly see. It's a night. Some horse excuse why I needed to go to the truck stop. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, she said, I-, I can't drive or something. She couldn't drive. For some reason, she could not continue on. With go her any daughter further. and the puppies. Right. So I'm like, oh, my God. Holy <laughs> God. Holy God. Holy God. There's no way to get in touch with my brother. I call somebody at his barracks to say, can you get them out in the field and talk to the river? And he's like, there is a process we can do. With them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. And then, so, 
So she said, can you come meet me? And I'm like, oh, God. So I drive to this truck stop. Listen to this. This is, this is, by the way, I had basically at this point in my life not really been lean. So I'm somebody who was fervently looking for the real thing to happen, really, at some point. I had on a technicality, technically, by then, but but I was looking as a young guy, you know, obviously attracted mm -hmm. to everybody except for, you know, that person. <laughs> I, I worked, yeah, and there were pretty women all over the place in this, but none of them liked me except for, so I'm like, oh, God. And she's, of course, the wife of somebody in his in his unit, and I'm like, so I drive to, I drive, because I didn't have, and this is why it's good that, that there are, that there are, that they don't give away handguns because I just would have offed myself in the car. <laughs> but I drove there to this truck stop, and there she is in the car. Oh, okay, do you mind? Can we? We're so we're so uh, tired, and it's been. Oh, do you mind if can we stay with you in your place? And I'm like, holy, holy God, holy God, holy God. She's profoundly big. Now I'm a fat guy. I'm allowed to say this. So, mm -hmm. and not only that, but but also I just just. Not only that, but uh, like a one-year-old daughter was with her. Babies like crying, like daughter crying noises. And she's saying, I don't, I'm not sure. Something might be wrong with the puppies. I think something's wrong with the puppies. And she I, she opens the back of the car. I am at a truck stop <laughs> in in, um, in in Kentucky on the side of the road. With puppies. With no money. In, in driving my brother's then, but Fuchsia um, Volkswagen Bug. You know, I've, I've no prospects, no nothing. She, then I'm with this woman who's married to somebody who's in my brother's quarter. I thought he, she, I thought she was married to his sergeant. I thought the guy was his sergeant. So my feeling was, oh my god, the sergeant's wife is trying to have, and she's not pretty, and there's a baby human here for some reason. I didn't have, I didn't. And then I look at the puppies in the back, and they all have worms, and Ew. you can tell they have worms. So now I'm like, is this has got to be like, okay, I'm thinking to myself, okay, do I walk just in the middle of the interstate and hope to God a truck barrels, you know? So then I go into my, I go into my, uh, I, I, she follows me because she has to stay in the trailer with me. I show her where she can sleep in the room, in my brother's room. I went into my room, I closed the door, and I sat there and just in terror in terror i could hear her walking back and forth finding reasons to be out in the common areas walking back and forth you know it, more and more and i'm like oh my god what the frick? so then uh so that i made it through the night thank god and she and the worm puppies and their daughter all get out of there the next day i'm like oh my god i gotta call my brother i gotta call my brother i finally get a hold of somebody uh somehow i got a hold of somebody who knew my brother and i said and uh, and I said, can you please just tell Jimmy that I need to talk to him? And I said, so along the lines of there's been like inappropriate contact between his sergeant's wife and me. And of course, his like the guy who I told someone got the message is like, holy Jesus, no, that's that's big trouble in the army. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to have dalliances with people. You do, this is like personnel stuff. So my brother finds out about it. And he's like looking over at the sergeant. Because we had actually, we had a friend we knew who was a sergeant whose wife was really beautiful. And my brother's like, oh my God, this is not good. You know, so he's panicking. And eventually, he word gets word to him. And that who it actually is. 
Okay, mm-hmm. but my brother's out in the field panicking, like, what do I do about this? What do I do about this? They, you know, they're doing fire exercises out there, etc. So then, like, right when you think it's over, he finds the right person, etc. Right when you think it's over, they all come back mm-hmm. from the field. And a couple of days later, I'm like, okay, this is so I've told everybody I need to tell that there's one she knows that I don't want to, I'm not making love. I get a call from her husband taking away. The only out I have. He calls up and says, Tom, I want you to know that my wife told me that she made an advance on you and that you were decent enough to say that because we were married that you she wouldn't that you wouldn't make love to her. Well, I want you to know that it, it it's fine with me if you want to. <laughs> oh I'm like, oh no, no, no. Jeez. Oh, it was such a nightmare. I'm like, how this is not ending? How could this possibly be? Oh, oh, that was awful. Awful. Oh, so much interest. In, and <laughs> I, I was looking just for the real thing. Once in my life, that's it. So much interest in me. So much incredibly passionate interest. <laughs> and it was from her. With, with a, at that point, it was the time in my life. And you don't bring babies around me. I don't know what a baby is. And puppies with, with worms. <laughs> you know, Alice, I don't like to have my, 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 like, my, my uh, <laughs> style like changed by kids as it is now. Yeah, How many times true. did I pretend I don't hear the kid call for help, right? <laughs> so, you, so true. So but to true. have that. But that brings me to happier days where, so that's over. So that, that's <laughs> that part of your life is done. That was a horrific nightmare. <laughs> it was a thousand bad experiences crammed into like four days. <laughs> oh, man. It's like I could, I had nothing. I'm working at the pizza place, washing the windows with the squeegee that I can't seem to get the... You're up. really terrible at squeegees. That is a no. thing that you yeah. have. And I couldn't, and they had to re- redo it after me. They were like, at least he tried. <laughs> the woman, the place just closed. It was called Foxes. And I squeegeed badly. And I, I was supposed to, George George H.W. Bush was visiting. And they, they said, Tom, just squeegee the windows. Make sure they're perfect. And I, it was all streaky. And they're like, really? Just, just <laughs> and uh, and um, I was making two fifty an hour, sometimes no tips. $2.50 an hour. <laughs> so sometimes my check was like 33 bucks a week or something. It was like incredible. It was incredible. And then to have that happen, like why, how many more bad things? Jesus. And I, uh, it's just a mess. That said, we did have a lot of fun. All of Jimmy's army buddies who got DUIs, I, would, I was the honorary driver of them to court. <laughs> In Clarksville, Tennessee, where where it, it became custom that they'd buy me a breakfast as I waited outside of the courthouse for them. Um, but on the good side, things have changed so much, Alice, that now I have a beautiful, uh, lovely, curvy, oftentimes late for the show wife. <laughs> and things of my my fortunes have turned so much. Guess what? What? I got you a Mrs. Claus outfit. So yes, to. <laughs> To bookend the year, we had the St. Pauli girl There's no such thing outfit. as Mrs. Claus. Oh, yes, there is. <laughs> no, there's not. Yes, there is. No, there's not. Yes, St. Nicholas there is. Celibate. No, no, no. Hey, I'll be right back. Can you feel? St. Nicholas Day is actually okay. tomorrow. I'll be back. <laughs> on the old calendar of the Orthodox oh, Church, for those who are interested. Yeah, St. Nicholas Day tomorrow on the Julian calendar. Um. But anyway, I did not go to church today because I still sound like this. I'm still sick somehow. I don't really know what happened there. But anyway, it was a big week. There was a huge week on Twitter. I really enjoy this stuff with the journalists quite a bit because it just 
like never stops. The hysteria around Elon Musk owning Twitter. And I happen to kind of be skeptical of Elon Musk a bit. Um, Like, you know, he's obviously not a conservative. I certainly don't think he's on my side of a lot of issues as far as it goes. And, um, and this whole thing. So basically what happened to give the rundown on the story of the journalists on Twitter is he banned a whole bunch of journalists on Twitter. And why he did that is because there's been an account, the accounts existed for a while that, um, that tracks the movements of people's private jets. So, and it uses not necessarily totally public data to do so, but, um, Basically, what these people do, like people like Elon Musk don't have their flights, their private flights as, you know, public through the air traffic controllers. They're given like a private number that they use when they when their flights are going around so that they can so that people don't know where they are exactly at all times. Right. Um, But basically, you know, there are people out there who've put two and two together and have figured out like who which plane is Elon's plane and are able to track like where Elon is. So there, there are accounts on social media and on other websites that track like where Elon Musk's plane is at any given time. And, um, you know, Elon Musk had said previously he wasn't going to shut down that account, but basically long story short, um, the, his kid had a stalker. Some guy followed them and like blocked his kid with his car. And it was a whole thing. And Elon Musk got mad and started suspending all these accounts that post this information about where his flight is at any given time. Now, to be clear, this is like real time information about where you can find Elon Musk's flights. Yes, the account is literally called Elon's Jet, Morgan says, and that's right. So basically, um, one thing I was reading about it and I don't know anything about flight systems but basically this um, this account said Elon uses the FAA PIA privacy program for a private plane ID when using a PIA address the owner is anonymous and private not public and the guy's name is Sweeney that he banned here and he said Sweeney's workaround is to spot a rare ICAO plane resembling Musk's and noting the private code and then so that's Jack Sweeney who was running all these accounts so a lot of his accounts it was not just Elon Musk's but Elon Musk said essentially posting my flights whoever else's flights this guy's tracking right like a bunch of other famous people and stuff the posting real-time flight data for famous people that people might be interested in their whereabouts is a form of doxing doxing is against twitter's terms of service especially if it's coming from this private data like you're not supposed to be able to know which plane is elon's because he's paid the faa to have a private number right and this person has gone, figured out the private number, and is publishing the real-time location of Elon's private plane. I mean, technically, yes, that is doxing. So then he not only suspended that guy's account, he also suspended the accounts of a whole bunch of journalists who were reporting on the story, but were directly linking to other places where you could find this real-time flight data in the stories and publishing it. So basically, there was a complete absolute freak out by the left that this is somehow him just getting rid of people who disagree with him. Um, One Twitter account said it was like crystal knocked that uh, he was suspending journalists. The Wikipedia page about this event literally said that this was like became known as like the what was the word they used? There was the crystal knocked, but there was also the uh, and 
the actual Wikipedia page from the event was like in an event known as Bloody Thursday or something crazy like that. Like they literally think they've been like attacked by free speech because they were suspended for doing something that literally literally actually does violate the terms of service, which is posting somebody's real time location using private information. And I think this issue is really interesting because not all it's I mean, the question of what is doxing and what isn't doxing is kind of a big one, right? So because there's lots of there's lots of debate about this because almost all information is publicly available if you try hard enough, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, for example, like, I know that people can find our addresses and phone numbers online. If you put a bunch of effort into it, like, this is not impossible to do. And, like, people have come after it. But if a big account posted that information on Twitter, I think I would get a lot more annoying phone calls and probably have to change my number versus it being somewhat findable on Twitter. So the case being made by people is, like, that this isn't doxing because the information technically is publicly available that this guy figured out what his private FAA flight PIA number is or whatever on his plane and is tracking it and posting the data in real time. Like technically that's all public, even though like Elon paid the FAA to have a private number so that this doesn't happen, but somebody figured out what the number is, right? Like it, I guess it's sort of technically public information, but 99 point, like, I don't even know how many nines after a percent of people, like w- way less than one in a hundred people, way less than one in a thousand people would ever figure out how to figure out where Elon Musk's jet is at any right. given time. Versus if you post it to all of them on Twitter so it's easy for them to find, like that seems like it's a pretty clear cut case of doxing, right? If you post somebody's address that's hard to find if people are trying to be anonymous and a bunch of people will go like taylor lawrence did to libs of tiktok it's not doxing because i used public information i figured out who she was blah 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 well like kind of but most people did not know so anyway so taylor lawrence was one of the people who got suspended and of course was absolutely freaking hysterical about it um and she was at a party then, I believe, in New York with a bunch of other people who got suspended. Did you see this video? No, but you, did you see the kid who, 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 the teenager who was tracking Musk's plane? That's, I just talked all about that, Jack you, Sweeney. We, I went through all of that. Did you yes. play the audio? No, I didn't play the audio. So what, what is your current demand relative to Musk? What will it make for you to go away and stop this? Uh, still a Tesla or $50,000. I mean, I'm not going to up it. There's no need to. So, Sorry, I kind of respect the kid. <laughs> he wants a Tesla. Yeah. I mean, he put a lot of work in. And Elon Musk had previously said he wasn't going to suspend the account mm-hmm. um, because he's a free speech absolutist. I just resent the Taylor Lawrence video to the, okay. so it's at the top of the chat. But, um, but Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. 
PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The whole thing where they're like this, where, where they're freaking out about it, is just so insane. And I think that those um, Twitter spaces that he jumped into, too, were... Um, after our last show also. But yeah, here's Taylor Lorenz after she got suspended. Hey guys, the rumors are true. I have been permanently suspended by Twitter. I was given zero reason, only had three tweets on my account. Two of them were promoting my other social media channels, uh, which you guys should follow. Taylor Lorenz at Instagram.com, TaylorLorenz.Substack.com. Have a new YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I was suddenly logged out. I just had those two tweets and a tweet where I asked Elon for comment today, revealing zero information. Um, Super crazy. Uh, Elon seems to be banning anyone he disagrees with, and I certainly um, didn't violate any terms that I was aware of. So um, that's the story right now, but follow me on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much every other social media. I'm just at Taylor Lorenz, <laughs> and I'm here with my fellow banned user, Ryan Mack. You know, once you get banned, you have these kind of meetups, um, and so we're at our local meetup. What is the hey what is the uh, meaning behind the Titanic theme? Are yeah, they all, I don't know are they all the in Titanic lo- theme is on in the Twitter and social media lifeboats now. The uh, account the- that I found this on goes, "Why does Taylor Lorenz dress like she's attending an '80s Coke party and sounds like it too?" Also, I thought she was wildly immunocompromised and insisted that everyone around her wear a mask. That's true. She's insisted that, like when she was doxing the libs of TikTok people's families and was knocking on all their doors, she wore a mask because um. Because she's immunocompromised and we all have to wear masks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And like, she just, she's like the fakest person. All my tweets. I actually have an auto deleter that's supposed to delete like every two weeks, but it was like on the fritz and I think it was just like mass deleting my stuff or Elon was deleting my stuff. I don't know. All I know is I could still see my tweets, but other people were saying that they couldn't see my tweets anymore. I could still see all my tweets. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Um, Yeah. And so I just was like, okay, the only thing I'm going to tweet, the only thing I'm going to tweet is asking Elon for comment, which I did. And that's when he banned me because I asked him for comment as a journalist. Is that crazy? Elon's probably watching this live on the burner. Yeah. Well, Elon, what's up? You're crazy. You, he's so crazy and so messy. It's so embarrassing to be a billionaire and be on the internet. Like that is so embarrassing what? you literally you have so much money you could hire your favorite band to like play for you every night or like go like literally have a private chef cook whatever you want you know you have a million fake friends that would come over for a party every night um and then you are sitting on twitter that's crazy i still can't get over that that's like there's that great tweet which now i can't find because i'm not on there well i have i have like alt accounts but um so i will find it Psycho. and i will post it <laughs> Psycho. Never forget, you, she was think- on TikTok DMing with Claudia Conway, who was like 15, mm-hmm. like trying to get dirt on her parents' reporter. Right. But also, um, first of all, Taylor Lorenz. We're not even allowed uh, to know also, her birthday, she's by the also, way. But looking at this video, I'm sorry about that. She, I, and no judgment here, but she's somebody who is certainly over 40. 
Certainly. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um, There's always like a bunch of tweets where like, gotta hand it to Taylor Lorenz. She looks really good for 50. But the thing is that I don't think Elon Musk is simply sitting on Twitter. I think he's doing Elon Musk stuff during the day and also tweeting. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's some truth to the fact that Elon Musk is a little bit sensitive and like, I think he likes getting positive attention on Twitter, which he does get a lot of. And I, you know, I, whatever it is. I thought that the videos of him at the comedy thing revealed that he's actually still kind of this like awkward weirdo. Oh, totally. That, you know, Did you hear my phone? I just phone heard your phone right now. I hear it too, but where is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but um, yeah, and like Ben I've got a pickup in Manchester by the sea, else you've got a pickup in Manchester. Got a pickup in. What are you picking up? Something that's going in our boudoir. Oh really? Oh yeah. Great. Um, uh, Ben Collins got suspended. By the way, I mean one he underscore is, on Twitter. Um, he is a, a, a not from Twitter. He got suspended like from work. Oh, I saw that because the NBC News has benched one of the journalists who's reported on Twitter and been critical of Musk. NBC News temporarily suspended tech reporter Ben Collins from covering Musk on NBC or MSNBC airwaves. According to two sources, the network told Collins earlier this month that his criticism of Musk, which included comments about how the billionaire was purposely trying to destroy Twitter, were not editorially appropriate. Collins continued to tweet his reporting about Twitter last night about the social network's ban of journalists. Uh, the New York Times released a statement Thursday evening calling the move questionable and unfortunate and called for the tech company to offer an explanation about the suspensions. So, and the paper's leadership asked the staff not to fight with Musk on Twitter. You know what probably is going on? What? They're probably, much like CNN, they're like management and the editors, et cetera, are like cutting people now and they're having to go through budget cuts and mm-hmm. this and that. And they're like, kids, shut the freak up. Those of us up here in this floor are doing real stuff or you're effing around, be clowning yourself. Yeah, and he's been talking, he's been on Twitter like ever since Taylor Lorenz got suspended. She's already back, by the way. He already let her back on, just letting her know that. He must have heard her on his burner phone. Where's my phone? Do you have it? I don't have your phone. No, I can't call you. Hey, Sally. Can you call my phone? She's got a cell phone now. Um, So anyway, the other thing that's been, that, Musk has been doing on Twitter is he's been tweeting along with Matt Taibbi of at uh, Ted Lieu of the House Judiciary Committee. Um, talk, that's technically the people that have oversight of the FBI and about how they have been working on, oh, there it is. Um, you know, fl- mass flagging social media posts as like, quote, disinformation or whatever. So, you know, Matt Taibbi's tweeting about it. Musk is tweeting about it. And Ted Lieu is saying, basically, like, you're undermining and lying about law enforcement. We all know that the DHS and DOJ does this stuff. They all work with social media companies. You know, you guys have just haven't been paying attention. Of course, they do this, blah, blah, blah. And like, so I think that's going to be interesting. And that's something that the next Congress actually can if they feel like it do is because they do have oversight of the FBI. So they can drag those people in and make them answer questions about why, why they're doing what they're doing on Twitter. And like, meanwhile, Twitter is like a cesspool of child porn and stuff that they don't do anything about. And it's like massively documented that they have huge problems. With well, that so let me ask you, because because one of the things in the Sunday shows today, and it's very it's kind of a slow Sunday there, you know, some people are some they talked a little bit about Trump and his crypto thing. And um, 
and a little bit about what's going on on the border, which the media is now trying to tell us that it's Republicans who are screwing up the border. Um, but also that the Senate voted to ban TikTok. Yeah. And, um, well, from government phones. Government for people, phone, well, yeah. they want to have, they, they talked about doing a total ban. They in the should States. do a total ban. You think they should? Yes. Yes, they should. It's literally Chinese spyware. Yeah, but who cares? Um, I care for our national security, which is everybody's national security. The app is bad news. Like it has like real time data on people's locations. It's able to use your camera. Like you don't know when it's using your camera, for example. Like it could be using your camera anytime. It can be recording you anytime and like storing all that data and the CCP has just access to it. Like, what if that's I'm doing crazy. something embarrassing? Well, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't have the app on your phone. It also has information about everything else you're doing on your phone, everything you're watching on your phone. Like, it can keep all of that. Like, it shouldn't be on people's phones. And I know all the apps track you, but from what I've read, like, into the technology and, like, what it actually does, it uses way more permissions and does way more than, like, almost every other app that you have, including the ones that do track you, like Facebook and Twitter and all of them track you. I get it. Jake Tapper talked today about the difference between what Americans get on Twitter and what Chinese get on Twitter. On TikTok or Twitter? Sorry, TikTok. Yeah. And, uh, Tucker it, did that a few I months know, ago. Well, that's yeah. the point. Thank you, Stefan. Thank you. That's what I was getting to is that Tucker did that five months ago. So go okay. ahead. That's the next thing you'd like to talk no, about. No, you can go ahead. Uh, no, I think it's time for the chat chat. Oh, wow. Well, be, well, if there was more newsy stuff, um, but it was basically that was it. Um, for some reason, I couldn't get this week to work whatsoever for me. But and then, you know, people, they're really pushing everybody on these Sunday shows that wants to push for the January 6th committee and they're going to um, criminal charges. They, yeah, which is just horse bleep. It just doesn't it, it doesn't. And then they they're have, pushing you for have like to have Adam Schiff stuff. on with uh, with Jake Tapper talking about uh, Tapper asked him with a straight face. Do you think do you have there's proof of wrongdoing by Donald Trump? And Schiff said yes. And Tapper never said, hey, you know, dickhead, you actually said this <laughs> last time around, too. And it screwed everybody else. Up, but uh, but it, these these shows are really mostly a, just a waste, unfortunately. And you can glean a little bit from them. But Tapper's not a pre- real bright guy. Somebody told him he was along the lines. He's not. None of them are. Un- well, I mean, Chuck Todd, for a partisan, knows how things work in D.C. But he can't help himself. He can't help himself. He when he when he when he pretends to be down the middle, he, he just can't do it. None of them really can at this point. They're all just gone. But uh, Stephanopoulos is usually better. But you can tell. Right. But the hysteria about the jury, I, fo- I thought for sure they were going to like talk about that on the Sunday shows because everybody on Twitter was like so hysterical about uh, Elon Musk banning journalists off Twitter. Like I told you one of the accounts that it was like crystal knock. This is pure fascism. Like it's really not. And it's really purely about doxing. And you can say, yeah, Elon Musk took it personal that a stalker came after his kid and then he did it on the basis of this personal thing. I do think there still needs to be more transparency around the process. But, you know, I it is something that is against Twitter's terms of service. And it's actually nothing like the Hunter Biden laptop thing at all, which was pushed by the FBI to tell them that it was hacked information or Russian disinformation or something. All right, bro. You ready? Yeah. Um, so just be aware that I did listen to a couple of them at the beginning, so don't it's okay. start with the first unlistened you one. Start with the one yep. that's called The Cape. That's the oldest one. Okay, I'm just letting you know. Well, I, the one called The Cape, I don't see it all. I have Pat on The Cape. There's one called The Cape that's right after that. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Is it still there? No, it's not. It disappeared. Did I... Did I... Was it blank? 
No. Did you delete it? Did I delete it? Maybe. Is there a deleted uh, one? Okay, well, there you go. You lost that one. That was a good one. Well, it's gone. Was it? What was it? I'm not telling you. It was an imitation yeah. of you. I, I, what? It was an imitation of you, but it it's was? gone now. Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. Can I undo something? I don't know. Edit. Oh, undo. Edit. Undo. Come back to life. Edit. Undo. Oh. Wait, what happened? I don't know what happened. It went to heaven. What went to heaven? The page. No, no, there it is. Edit. Undo. It's still not showing up. Well, that's weird. I don't know. Okay. Well, go ahead. Oh, dang. Need a call on this one from Tom, Alice, and Leslie. Oh. Uh, so I, I am a police officer, and I know that go. using a database to find somebody's name for a, you know, to try and pick up a girl is unethical and wrong. <laughs> so knowing that, I was in a local shopping plaza the other day, and I saw this very attractive woman. There we go. One of our stores. So I hit her with my cruiser. <laughs> uh, knowing that I would have to get her information uh, regarding any injury or transportation to the hospital. Um, so I obtained her information by hitting her with my cruiser uh, and followed her on all social media platforms. So... <laughs> Again, just looking for a ruling on that. I appreciate it. <laughs> Love the podcast. I just say, I think it's a little bit better. Thanks, Pat. I think it's, yeah, absolutely <laughs> exonerated. Exonerated. Found without. Because you're taking the consequences onto yourself. Like, Well, onto the cruiser. Well, no, but you're going to be in trouble for hitting somebody with your cruiser. So you're like taking that, but uh, hit. In order I get no problem with either one. I think that is that is called chivalry. Well done, Pat. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, by the way, to all the uh, all law enforcement listening. I'm mm -hmm. not anti-cop like uh, like Alice is. Hey, Tom and Alice, uh, this is Al. Hey, I'm at uh, Newburyport. And oh, yeah. just an FYI, too. Each time I tell that story to somebody, I, I change it, I modify it slightly. All right. Same with um, what Tom Pretty soon, it's it. just Tom and I ditching our wives and we yes. carousing the bars for hours, but that's a whole other story. That's correct. Um, this is to Alice, really. Oh. Alice, I think you're taking a hard line on this police officer that, you know, found a way to meet the love of his life. <laughs> correct. Um, you may say stalk. You know, but we, Tom and I, agreed just using the technology available. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's a firefighter that did something quite similar mm -hmm. to meet the love of his life. He didn't light a and fire, did he? <laughs> when I say quite similar, the police used the radio. M my friend lit a property on fire. Oh, well, there you but go. Sorry. Is, I'm sorry. You know, I'm step on Tom. Sorry, Al. I didn't know you were going there. I love it. The, the, the motive is the same, to meet the girl. Correct. And, and they did meet, and they had a wonderful courtship. Right did up in well, right up until the trial, because um, <laughs> mom did succumb to the fire. But oh, no. the point is, he Sorry, used Al. what he had available. Sorry, so I, I think, in you know, <laughs> people can meet this way using all the modern technology. Correct. In my friend's case, I think, you know, who knows? Twenty-five to sixty years from when he gets out, <laughs> they meet up again. They're going to talk about this. They'll have a laugh, you and see? who knows what's going to happen? You so um, I, I just think you should take a softer line. Correct. And anyways, guys, have a great holiday. So, Al. Um, you too. Look forward to your show every day, and we'll talk to you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. What did the cape one say? It was an impression of you. What? Dang it. I want to hear an impression of me. On the cape caller, please leave the cape on again. 
Hey, Tom and Alice. Just want to say that Charlie? a Tom Shattuck birthday party would be a fantastic idea. Hmm. Maybe at the Riverwalk Brewery down in Newburyport. Um, it's easy for me. So that's familiar with that establishment. I'm familiar with that oh. establishment. That's of course why I'm going to suggest it. They fired my they, one of my best Charlie, friends almost exactly a year ago for not Charlie, getting the COVID vaccine. So I know somebody who may have been a beer wench over there uh, mm-hmm. until last year. Uh, Ipswich, right down the street, Alice. Right down, we're trying to formulate something. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just. I get friends who want to go out and get a hotel. I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I mean. It doesn't have to be literally on your oh, birthday. Too. There's yes. multiple days. Smart. We've also had the suggestion we should do a live show at Hooters. There's a Hooters on Route 1 that it's been suggested. We should attempt to see if they'll let us do a live show there. Uh, I mean, I, if you're <laughs> going to do a live show somewhere, then you got to rent the space, I think. Unless yeah, somebody no. knows if we can get if we can trade out the or space. Or we could just get together and hang out Al- Alice, I'm glad you mentioned that because my friends at... Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce are sponsoring uh-huh. the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline right now. Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce, all natural, all natural ingredients. Else. I can mm-hmm. e- eat as much of this as I'd like and lose weight. I used about a uh, half a cup today <laughs> on a soup that I had that was delicious, delicious. And by the way, uh, they give a portion of the proceeds to the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They have pizza, Ooh. beer, oh. salsa. And uh, it's right off the train, so I can take the train from Ipswich to Newburyport, which is also a good idea. That way I don't have to worry about driving back. Mm -hmm. And I would also like to say that, Alice, I think you're being disingenuous about the police being creepy. Correct. (laughs) Say it was Dirty Harry, maybe, looking for Alice's number from the yacht owner that she was on when she used to live in Lexington. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't think she would be too upset about that. That's she might actually correct. enjoy it. Can you give me your digits, punk? Well, are you? I'm right? going to quote Jane Eyre to say that principles aren't for the times when they're easy to follow. They're oh, for the times God. when it's hard to follow the principles. That's why we have Ugh. them. Talk about it. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> you really are. Hold on. It's thinking. It's thinking. It's winding something's happening maybe I've, if i screwed this computer up too is it broken it's winding it's not going hmm. okay i'm gonna refresh here this page okay let's see which voicemails we lose this Julia. time yeah wouldn't that be nice if i get that other one back <laughs> i don't know how that happens maybe people can unsend them Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey. You mentioned Hi. a couple of times possibly having a get-together for Burn Barrel listeners and viewers. Mm-hmm. We have some ideas on setting this up, which would require little to no heavy lifting for you guys. Okay, I'm listening. If you're interested in this, we'd love to speak with you to share our ideas. We can shoot you an email with our contact information. We love the podcast. Thank Our you. leisure time revolves around them Sunday <laughs> through Thursday. Thank you, Julie. Take I'm, care. Th- I, thank you. I, absolutely. Alice will be doing the outreach in that. Oh, I guess we both will. Um, and uh, thank you to Phil, too. Very nice. Let's see. Hi. Steve from Aramac. Hello, Hi, Steve. Steve. I really like that story about the Lothario cop from Connecticut. <laughs> yes. Um but, you know, instead of working on the uh, out on a jetty T-shirts, <laughs> I would suggest you concentrate on creating burn barrel 
bro, I'm gaming now t-shirts. Ooh. Which I love. Ooh. Thanks very much. Bro, I'm gaming now t-shirts. Can we get some shirts going, Alice? You have a bunch of days off coming. I have a lot of things You have a bunch of days off coming. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Laundry day. See you there. Under things. I recognize that voice. Want to say. I do too. Love your hair. Here I go. Mumbling. With my freeze ray, I will stop the world. Oh, so happy you reminded me about Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Great. Such great a good movie. movie. Um, I rewatched it, and too. It's so good. It's only like 40 minutes. Talk for a second, Alice, please. Okay. haven't watched it in a while, so we'll need to watch that either this weekend or next weekend. Ooh, not a bad idea, Alice. Laundry day. See you there. It really Under is good. Things so good. Tumbling. Wanna say, love your hair. Here Maybe I we'll go. Watch it. Mumbling. I believe I was that watching young last lady night who another was calling, Neil Patrick uh, Harris. Called, hold on one second, Alice. I believe that young lady who just called will be making an entrance. Maybe we'll see her Christmas Eve. Yes, and maybe we'll play that. Hold on one second. Or Christmas Day. You guys may recognize that uh, the singer of that song from such songs as... Clouds rolled in and That's her. 860... Oh, sorry. Okay. Go ahead, Alice. Um, you were saying before... I, I was saying I watched last night another Neil Patrick Harris piece, which is one of my most favorite movies oh, right. of all time, which is um, <laughs> Starship Troopers, which is just such an underrated movie. I know it's... I see its obvious flaws believe me i get it but it's it just has a special place in my heart it's such a good movie and it's uh it gets like sort of flack for being a little bit too like into fascism like the book the heinland book is you know it's critical of the fascist society right militaristic it's a good movie you should see it it's it it, it regardless it just uh, takes it at face value it's sort of a dumb movie but it's such a good movie i'm sure most of you guys have watched it but it's such a favorite who's the beauty in it denise richards yes it features her in her prime and the redhead carly hair girl it's lots of good people hi steve from merrimack hi steve i'm mystified by how leslie is unable to find love in the state of Massachusetts, simply because she's a conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just tell you something. Mrs. Steve from Merrimack has the worst case of Trump derangement syndrome you could possibly oh, imagine. Wow. You, you can see it on satellite photos. Okay. <laughs> but when it starts, when she starts to rant and rave, I simply stand in the corner facing the wall like those guys in the Blair Witch Project yeah. <laughs> until it's over mm-hmm. and then we move on. She's a beautiful woman from the Caribbean. So mm. she can have all the terrible takes on politics she wants, but uh, I uh, need her. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Second, uh, my top four of all time. I'm going to go JLo. Uh, I know a lot of okay. people might disagree with that, but uh, I adore J Lo, all her assets. Yeah. Uh, I gotta go Olivia Culpo. I'm gonna go Claudia Cardinale, 1960s Claudia Cardinale, and uh, Natalie Wood at any time in her adult life. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Natalie Wood was, was lovely. Card- Claudia Cardinale, how do I know her? Oh. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Steve has a type for sure, though. I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's a definitely good type. a look. I should uh, have, you know what? I should have brought in my um, Linda Cardellini back in. I I don't even know who my top four were. Did I? I picked the top four. I didn't pick the Linda Cardellini. You can't leave an Italian out. Come on now. 
Uh, yeah, it thinks to And maybe the woman Italians. from Gods and Monsters, uh, Halle Berry, she's a pretty flawless okay. human being, don't you think? There's a lot of them. There's a lot of beautiful women out there. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> I like J-Lo, even though I did not appreciate her Super Bowl halftime show. I thought it was very inappropriate. You mean with, um, what's her name? Shakira. Oh. Hey, Tom, what's going on? This is your devil. <laughs> Remember all those great times we've had? When I told you to steal those towels from that hotel, <laughs> run that red light, <laughs> get that radio job in Connecticut. <laughs> I'm starting to worry about you, what you got on this Awaken 180 stuff. <laughs> no, no, no reason to worry. No reason to worry. I'm just wanting to expedite my life a little bit more, and that's uh, how I do it. Just uh, wanted to take a second to talk about the policeman. It seems to me that the... Uh, Policeman that you discuss with Leslie deserves whatever punishment comes his way. No, agreed. His agreed. violations are too many to list. And uh, contrary to what Tom said, uh, all men do not use whatever they have at their disposal. Thank this is you. war. Thank you. Most men go to work, a gym, a bar. Some men yes, are or even a church. Good people to meet yeah, women. Go to and church yes, and meet public, women there. Social, public social media ways uh, are there as well. Losers use all means they have at their disposal, no matter how mm -hmm. underhanded yeah. they might be. Thank you. Losers. So, Tom, exactly. I guess the question is, are you a loser? I yes. am. It, it, well, <laughs> if so, maybe maybe that's why I have to resort to all means that be. But maybe I, you don't, I like though. to say, if I... you are not treating, you, aren't, you, know, you are not trying. Um, uh, yes, I do. Yes. So, but I do want to add one thing because I forgot uh, because we had Steve's Mount Rushmore and I forgot to get back to this about Leslie yeah. is like, I think it's a little bit different because I think women are naturally more liberal than men are conservative mm -hmm. and that it's more sort of acceptable almost for women to be liberal. Yes, I think because I technically think, they're, they're, they're romantics. And I think they for feel, a conservative uh, woman feels like unnatural and weird to date a guy who's more liberal than you are. Right. Like it feels like it you don't want to be dating some like wimp soy Right. I can't say the word. Hey Tom and Alice. Hi Justin. Justin the Hoosier here. Just letting you know I just got out of the the sixty seven diner in Worthington, Indiana. They have a website. So uh, if uh, Tom wants to check it out he can. It's wonderful food. It used to be an old pharmacy and they just turned it into uh, a diner, so it is uh, glorious. Can you let me get on to this? I'm trying to look at their menu. It's it's making me try to order. I don't want to order right now. I want to see what they've got here. Okay, Worthington, 67 Diner. Ooh, okay, appetizers, waffle fries, deep fried pepper wings, macaroni and cheese, obviously a winner, onion rings, all standard good stuff, hot dogs, Lots of wings, very wings mm -hmm. heavy. Salads, extras, ice cream sundaes. Yeah, yeah, I could rock and roll this place, obviously. Obviously, in the before times, anyway. But I, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Our place is paying Justin to call up our podcast and Wouldn't that be endorse a great, their restaurants. Grift, if he was doing that, that would be great. <laughs> I hope you are, Justin. Although we don't have a huge listenership in Indiana, so I'm not sure how much. Unlike all the other states. <laughs> Hello, I have a message I thought Hi, Justin might appreciate. Uh, but anyway, it's a, a quick memory from band geek days in college. And um, one of them was um, basketball band at the University of Colorado. Um, used to be in the pep band there. 
And when we played the University of Indiana, one of our favorite cheers was Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? It was a funny one. That was a good one. Nice. Um, another thing that was our job is we were uh, positioned kind of right behind the basket. And so when the opposing team had free throws, it was our job to distract them. And one of the guys had a kind of a picket sign with a poster on the front that had a, a swimsuit model. And he would, he would you know, taunt the, um, the free thrower with the swimsuit model. And if they hit the basket... Then he'd have to taunt them more, so he turned it around, and it was a male swimsuit model, and uh, that was always a fun time. I don't think that would fly nowadays, though. No. But anyway, good times. Okay, talk no, to you that later. would be a hate crime on several levels. I think. Yes, I love that. You see, once again, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying in sports, like with life, which is why you use everything at your disposal when it comes to dating. Do they look up the basketball player in a government database I'm and sure try and get up, information I'm, on them? To- I'm sure if they had the book on all of them, they would. The Patriots, remember they filmed the, the mm-hmm. walkthrough? Of course, you use everything you can. Everything you can. You only live once, Alice. Hi. Hey. Steve from Merriman. Hi, Steve. Steve. Tom. Yes. What are you, Axel Rose all of a sudden? What do you mean? You state a 3.30 start time for the Patreon, and then you show up 20 minutes late? <laughs> that is not me. That is that lady Yeah, but right it was there. your fault. You sabotaged me. You sabotaged me. I was sitting me. right here. Chatting back and forth. You could have let me like start the video. Just let me start the video from you now on. You don't know how to do that. Just It's a one button. No, it isn't one button. Oh, well, then no, you start it from now on. When you're going to be 15 minutes late, you start it. I didn't know I was going to be 15 minutes late until I walked in to take my shower and somebody else decided he was oh, going to take a you, shower did, at exactly that Did you think this was moment. a single occupancy household? <laughs> Jesus. I told I you my plan. I know you've lost 60 pounds, but you know, enough already. Actually, Axel's kind of on the fatter side, I think. Or maybe he lost weight, too. Um, but that is Alice Shattuck, and, I, no. and she apologizes fully. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you are on Patreon, stay there, because we're going to do the Patreon show next. I don't know if Tom remembered that, but we are. Uh, if you want to join the live shows and get the extra content, that's at patreon.com slash burnbarrel. But as always, you can find almost all of our content for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's links to all the different podcast sites to listen. They all work now. Um, we're also on YouTube, on Rumble. If you're annoyed by ads, I have the ad-free uh, Patreon link almost working technical difficulties will be fixed soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. 
here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.